Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there? You've grown with it. Hey, Mo. So stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinabuyan ko siya ng coffee. Oh my God, you're fucking serious. Yeah, coffee, yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah, I, they brought me to the police. The people. Real people. You. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated because I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Isn't that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll Canada. go to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down under to Sydney, Australia. Start Germany. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria. In New York City. London, you are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. Here in the booth. Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my thanks God. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix and Pirao. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host... The Philippine Genius. DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, maybe even Wednesday morning. You're a part of the world. 22nd of July, 2020. You're listening to Good Times from All the Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 69. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. The phone number is plus one two three four two three one six six zero zero. Or you can get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. Send me a message. We talk about love, life, sex, any interesting topic you want to bring to me on this Tuesday as we kick off. Brand new set of episodes for the week, and we've got a good one here. Two guys, two girls, two in the U.S., Australia. We'll go Philippines as well. Trying to see if there's any kind of unique. There's one in particular call I think uh, we're going to take in a little bit here. It's pretty unique. Maybe we haven't had in a while. And I think a second one might even be related to that one, which is weird because to, to have one unique call, meaning one you don't really hear, one you hear every few years and let's have two of them possibly i'm not sure yet i'll find out when we talk to her but um to have two in one episode is kind of cool but we'll see um we'll, we'll give it a look we got some range here again we got the 28 year old we got 41 45 uh yeah no it, it should be it should be a pretty good program 
Um, I hope you guys have a good week and everything is on the uh, up and up here. Uh, you're safe or you're trying to stay safe uh, and you are just, I don't know, just healthy and, and your mind is good, right? I mean, the mental health aspect sometimes gets a little... Uh, not talked about as often as the physical stuff when it comes to the pandemic. But I know many of you, maybe you're calling the show as well, just kind of bringing up the challenges of not just cabin fever, but, you know, your relationships, the LDRs and all of that. I'm sure we're going to talk about that throughout the entire week. So here we go. Let's do it. For for an episode 69, there's not a lot of raunchy sex shit for this episode. So, um yeah, if you're looking for 69 to be just full of smut, uh, I'm going to say no. There's some good calls here, some interesting topics, but it's not going to be the sex fest that I think many who uh, anticipate a 69th episode of a season would be. But let's give it a look and let's take our first call. Next call. Let's take our first call and talk to Dave, who is 28 years old. Dave is in Gove, Australia, wherever that is. But what's interesting about uh, Dave here is that he's not on land, he's on a ship. And he is circling the world, he just so happens to be in an area called Gove, Australia. Again, I've never even heard of this. Hi Dave, thanks for being here. <laughs> Dave? Hello sir, good morning. Good morning Dave. So Dave, you are, uh, you're on a ship right now, so we're using ship internet, right? You're actually using the ship internet, so it might not be like the most stable but at least you're here and it's very interesting to have you here kaya nga hindi yung ship namin sir mo wala siyang internet nakikamit lang kami sa ano sa port na internet oh okay so you are actually in in the port then you're not in you're not on the ship or you're in the ship pero hindi ka lang ano to parang you're on the ship Bali, but you're port you're in port I guess Bali nasa Yes, yes, yes. Balin na sa port kami ngayon, naka, ano, naka-dock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yung ship namin, walang internet, pero nakigamit lang kami. Are you docked because it's COVID <coughs> time and you can't go anywhere? Or you're docked because you're just docked for this next few days? Tapos, aalis din kayo. Mm, uh, bali, naka-dock lang kami for two days. Then, aalis kami balik sa Gladstone, Australia. Pabalik-balik lang. Oh, okay. So you're just Australia bound. Okay. And I, I know you're in an area where you have that weird time zone thing. Like, currently in my part of the world, it's 1.10 p.m. But you have that weird time zone thing. Like, what, what's the current time there right now? Uh, so now uh, DJ Mo, uh, 5 45, mag 5.45 na sa umaga a.m. Yeah, see, 5.45 or five, let's say 5.41. It's 5.41 a.m. And mm-hmm. it's 1.11 p.m. in my part of the world. That's that weird 30-minute <laughs> bullshit that we talked about uh, with other callers before. It's super interesting. And yeah, I, just, I love it because it's not, it's not measured in hours. It's also usually measured kasi in minutes. BJ mo. Oh, usually because it's not Anong uh, time sa uh, local time kung saan kami magdadak sa barko. Dapat mag-a-adapt kami niyan kasi nagde-depende din yung yung quote-unquote uh, kargada namin, yung niloloading namin. Yeah. 
parang may ano eh may may uh, may estimate sila eh kung kailan magsa-start, kailan magfi-finish. Lahat kasi nakaano naka-schedule na eh kaya hindi pwede yung delay kahit mga 10 minutes. Yeah, no, but, but my my yeah. my interesting aspect to it is that it's not like the time zone is not in hours, it's in minutes. And you know, obviously most places it would be oh anong time difference mo kung 3:30 dito, 7:30 diyan or 8:30 dito, 8:30 diyan or you know 10:30 diyan. What it is now it's 1:12 p.m. here but it's 5:42 there. It's that it's the it's the 12:42 <laughs> part that I get all super kind of interested in. And I know I said I called it bullshit <laughs> but it's not bullshit. It's actually really fascinating. Um but anyway, Dave, this has nothing to do with, with your with your story or your question. So Let's just go ahead and, and talk about your life. Like, why did you want to get on the show here uh, today? Ah, oh, pala. Uh, sir Mo, I'm in a dilemma kasi. Yeah. Uh, may, may girlfriend ako na umalis ako ng birth ko. At uh, March, March 2020, umalis ako ng birth ko. Eh, Siyempre, naglo-long distance na kami kasi years na kami na together. Ngayon, Siyempre, ito, na, napoboard lang ako. May, uh, may mga ports kami na, siyempre, tahimik. Eh, yeah. di, naman, di naman lahat ng time na kausap, kausap ko yung girlfriend ko. Kasi, siyempre, natutulog siya. Ako, pero, kasi, pero yung girlfriend mo na sa, yung girlfriend mo na sa Pilipinas? Nasa, Mani, nasa Manila. Oh. Actually, I'm from Cebu. Pero sa Manila, yung, yeah, the office, eh, yung girlfriend ko, yung girlfriend ko talaga. Right, right. Ngayon, ah, oh. uh, Ayan nga, siyempre, wala akong magawa sa free time ko. Nag, nagagamit ako ng mga, ano, yung sa mga dating app. Yung, yeah, yeah. Well, you're a seaman, yeah. of course. Uh, uh, That's what you guys do. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> so wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Teka lang, para lang uh, ma-clear, no, Dave? Kasi hindi ko gets. Yung girlfriend mo nasa, nasa Manila, pero ikaw nasa Australia or nasa Cebu? Hindi. Pag-asibo ako, pero usually, uh, pag nag-vacation ako, nasa Manila ako eh. Majority of the time, kasi nandun lahat yung ano namin eh, yung lahat ng kilos. Right, 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 right. No, but when you say LDR kayo, LDR kayo dahil nasa Australia ka or LDR kayo dahil nasa Cebu ka? Like, anong klaseng LDR to? International LDR or ah, provincial okay. LDR? Like, what are we talking about? Uh, ngay- ngayon, sir, sir Mo, uh, majority of the year, nasa work ako eh, kasi nine months yung kontra ko si LDR. Pag umuwi ka ako sa Pilipinas, usually three, three months. Sa so, umas na yun, sa Manila ako, tapos one month si Boko. Okay, alright. So, it's an LDR International is what we're talking about. Okay, so, you're saying yes. that when you are bored and your girlfriend is in Manila and you're in Australia or wherever you are around the world, yes. You get bored and you jump on the Tinder and the other dating apps. Continue with your story. Ah uh, yeah, pero hindi siya usually uh, hindi siya sa ano sa dito sa Australia. Ay uh, minsan pag may kung saan ako na saan kami na port of call namin, nagti-Tinder ako pero usually wala naman nangyayari. Yeah, yeah. Pero yun nga lang, parang nakasanayan ko na lang na pag nasa Manila ako, nagti-Tinder ako. Okay, gotcha. May kausap, okay. Pero kung yung iba na ano, yung kumakagat, syempre, ini-entertain ko rin, ini-entertain ko rin. Syempre. Of at, course. <laughs> <laughs> syempre. Right. syempre. At, 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 at yung time na yeah. DJ mo, 
Oo. Na, dumating yung time, DJ mo, uh, kasi yung girlfriend, ex-girlfriend ko na ngayon, yung time na yun, uh, three years na kamay, three years, syempre, kilala ko, kilala ko na, uh, kilala ko yung sarili namin, kilala, kilala namin, tapos ngayon, ah, uh, may nag- may may namit ako ng girl sa Tinder. Yeah. Pero parang ano, ilabag sa loob ko eh. Pero syempre, bata pa ako, gusto kong mag mag uh, adventure, adventure ganyan. Yeah. Eh ngayon para <laughs> para nakita ko yung girl na to, parang special eh kasi syempre, matagal na kami nagkasama noon sa girlfriend ko. Nakita ko parang ano, ex- excited ka ulit. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it is winter there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ngayon, oh, ngayon, nag-chat kami sa girl na to, uh, way back, ano, mga last year July, I think. No, no, last year May. Okay. Bago pa ako bumaba nung last ko na vessel. Ngayon, okay. nag-chat na kami. Pero hindi yung tuloy-tuloy. Hindi yung tuloy-tuloy. Mga once every month, maybe twice in a month, pag may internet ako. Ngayon, i-coincide kami ng girlfriend ko at that time na yun. Ngayon, natuklasan ko lang na parang ano eh, parang special to na girl eh kasi na-attract ko rin, eh, na-attract din ako sa kanya kasi kasi ano siya eh, yung uh, uh, witty tapos nag, uh, ano siya, nag, uh, tawag ito, nag uh, re-review sa bar. Parang yeah. one in a kind. Yeah, yeah. Bar. And of course, this is the new girl, diba? You're you're talking about the new girl. Does she like yes, Does yes, she like you as well, or is it a? I mean, nage Yes, bahayo? yes. Okay. She she's so showing interest. Okay, gotcha. She's showing interest. Okay. Ah, ngayon nagreview siya ng abo siya. Ayun, kinalokomusta ko. Nagexchange kami ng ano ng details kung saan nakayo sa ganyan kung musta ka na. Ngayon nam going steady ako sa girlfriend ko na yun. Yung girlfriend ko na yun, special din kasi nag-aaral din siya ng medicine eh. Yeah. Parang, yeah. parang, it looks oh, like, it's like you like girls, you, it looks like you like girls with bright futures. Like, you, you ma, <laughs> that will be financially stable uh, in the future. Yes, sir mo, yes, sir okay. mo. Lahat naman tayo nagtatrabaho para yeah. financially, syempre, mas, yeah, mas maganda, nothing. mas right. pokey tingnan kung financially inclined ka. Yeah, mas pokey. Ngayon, yung, yung, right. yung, yung girlfriend, pa last year pa nag-aaral uh, medicine siya uh, mag the third year college siya ng medicine tapos itong si girl fast forward dito sa ano sa ngayon na year nag-iina ano siya sa par exams ngayon parang syempre nakikinig ako sa iyo sir mo eh yeah. pag bata ka pa dapat mag uh, ano ka mag uh, na uh, ito klasan dapat klasan mo yung ano saan ka happy sure tapos right. uh, kailangan uh, kailangan uh, explore ganyan explore right, right. don't take things ganyan, too seriously ngayon, yeah okay. parang dumating sa time na parang naset na yung utak ko na ganyan dumating sa time na nakipag uh, nakipag cool off ako sa girlfriend ko kasi syempre parang na-attach na rin siya sa akin tapos Uh, parang na fixate yung uh, uh, fixate yung uh, concentration ko sa bagong girl yeah eh tuloy-tuloy pa rin yung chat, uh, chat namin uh, usap namin sa girl na to yung bago pero parang sir mo eh parang may dilemma ko eh yeah parang what is it naawa ko sa ano kino, 
sa girlfriend parang mo. Parang naawa ko sa ginawa ng, oh, sa girlfriend ko na parang iniwan lang sa Eri. Pero, bra- so, br- so, kilala namin, wait, wait, you, you broke up with your girlfriend, no? Hindi mo, hindi naman, hindi, hindi siya totally, hindi, hindi siya totally broke up, parang nag-call off lang kami ba, kasi, parang masyadong attached siya eh, parang, alam mo yung, parang alam, alam ko na anong gagawin niya, kasi, kasi, ano eh, matagal na kami, parang, hindi naman siguro, parang inclining to sawa na, parang ganun. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Okay, so what what's what's the question then? I mean, it sounds like you are you're feeling guilty about essentially cheating on your girlfriend. That's what you did. You cheated on your girlfriend with a new girl, yes, a girl yes. that excites you. You feel guilty about it. Is that what it is? Yes. And and is it how do you deal with your guilt or do you go back to your old girlfriend? Like what what's the question? Ah, uh, ah, uh, yung question ko sir sir mo. Ano ba sana dapat kung dami gawin yung yung tama o yung gusto kong mag ano dapat adventure well, 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 what, what, okay outside outside of medicine school or medical school right what makes you want to stay with your ex-girlfriend like aside because you didn't tell me anything about her kung mabait siya yung isa kasi sabi mo witty Uh, ganito, ganyan. Tapos yung girlfriend mo, wala naman, wala naman details, di ba? It was just, wala, medicine. <laughs> Is there anything about her that you enjoy? Ah, ah. Uh, di, kasi ito, sa, sa akin lang, as, na, nung, uh, abang lumalaki ako, financially, parang, financially inclined, ay, nakikita ko isang tao, pag uh, medyo, medyo stable sila sa, fin, uh, in terms of financial, Medyo okay sa akin eh, kasi... No, no, I get it. Dave, Dave, I, yeah, no, Dave, I get it that you want somebody who's got money or who's got a bright future. Like, I, I, I understand that. But yung sinasabi ko, kasi they're both promising, diba? One is taking the bar, the other's in med school. They both look like they're going to be okay financially as they move forward. But you're outside of their schooling. Is there anything about your ex-girlfriend that you like? Is she... Mabait? Is she maganda? Is she like? Is there outside of her being a fucking medical med student? Is there anything about ah, her okay, that okay. Ah. is appealing to you? Sa DJ mo yon treats niya, mabait siya, sure. Uh, giving siya. Tapos mal ko siya, mal ko siya eh. Yeah. Uh, pero yung isa, yung 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 new girl, sure. Mas maganda. Tapos mas witty. Tapos, alam mo yun kung halimbawa, halimbawa, uh, may gagawin ka legally or illegally, alam mo kung ano, saan ka, ano ba, nakatayo. Alam Because mo? she's a law student? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, she, she's a lawyer now. Oh, she's a lawyer, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I, you know what I love about Dave here, <laughs> and Dave, I know that you know the storytelling. You know, you know, it, it's you're nervous. the The connection on the internet isn't great. Um, you're on a boat. You're freezing your balls off outside. It's winter. Like I get it. It's not the easiest place to tell a story. So I appreciate you. But what's funny in all of this is that you're so fixated on their profession, like super fixated on their profession that I'm kind of wowed by that. Like, it's so much about what they're going to be than really who they are. Like, like I asked you, what do you like about the new girl? And you're like, well, you know, sh- she's going to give me legal advice. <laughs> it's like, 
Like it's that's <laughs> fucking hilarious that you're so <laughs> fixated <laughs> on their <laughs> career. <laughs> Hindi naman araw si araw araw siguro na magka-vibes kayo ng ano ng 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 ganyan na classing na na tao professionally, di ba? Ano? Okay, listen. Listen, I I understand that it's an appealing thing kung professional sila, di ba? Sobrang halata naman sa na you really value that. The, girl, the other girl is a medicine yes. student, the other girl's a lawyer, and you told me growing up, it was always important to you that a person's job or financial stability is, is just kind of a quality that you're looking for. Okay, because you're loving it. This is a big deal to me. It's like a girl calling the show and said, Oi, boyfriend, ko kailangan mayaman. Yun lang talaga kailangan mayaman. You know, it's, it's, it is, it's nice to hear you, someone to just honestly say it. And and I love it, okay. But if your what's your question? Is your question which girl are you going to choose, or is the question? Oh, oh. sir, because sir, mo parang fresh pa sa akin eh. Parang parang ako kung ako na parang ano iniwan ko yung unang yung girlfriend ko para sa bago. Tama ba yung ginagawa ko na yun, sir? Mo? Kasi, well, if, if you don't, listen, but, but, but Dave, if you didn't leave her, you'll just continue cheating on her though. You see, that's the thing. Like, it sucks that you left your girlfriend. Oh. Okay, it sucks that you left your girlfriend, but it sucks more that you were cheating on her. And the answer then to your at least the answer to your question is, I would still stick with the new girlfriend. I would stick with the new girlfriend because if you stayed with your other girlfriend, you've already told me in advance that every time you're in board in different ports, you're already on Tinder. So you've been cheating on your girlfriend for a very long time. This is just the first time you've actually replaced her with another girl. And that's where the guilt is coming in. You, you don't feel guilty when you're cheating on her, but you're feeling guilty when you actually have left her and replaced her with another person. And that, you know what? That's not that outrageous. There are a lot of guys who kind of go through this. Girls as well. Like, shit, I'll be honest. I even kind of experienced this and ended this for myself where it's like, okay, you know, you're in a relationship. When your girlfriend's not looking, you're going to fuck around a little bit. But it's when you, in fact, leave them for somebody else that it just overwhelms you with, with guilt. And, and again, I've done this. I've told you that I've overlapped girlfriends. And there, are, there have been maybe one or two girlfriends that when I broke up with them for another girl, that I really felt guilty. And hindi lang guilty. I almost questioned whether I did the right thing or not. But then when you think about it, Dave... It, be- it becomes very selfish uh, on your end and very selfish on my end in the past when I've made this mistake. Selfish, talaga. It's oh. selfish because you're only guilty when you've actually left them. But you're not guilty when you're cheating on them so often. And So the answer to your question is I would stay with your new girlfriend, learn to stop cheating on your girlfriends somehow, Learn to fight the boredom of being in port and going on Tinder and realizing that when you value their jobs, doctor to be, lawyer, you're going to lose these girls if you continue to behave the way you behave as a boyfriend. Now, I know you're young and you've been in this relationship for a few years. Maybe you're getting bored. Plus, you're a seaman and seaman, you guys are like 
<laughs> among the worst babaeros in the world. Just be honest. Di, di, DJ mo, di, sa opinion ko lang, dok, habang nakikinig ako sa'yo sa show, may narinig ako mga siman. Pero hindi naman siguro lahat ng siman, uh, lahat, ganun. Lahat lang talaga, syempre, parang, ano, al- alam mo yung pag uh, darating sa port, hindi naman lahat ngayon kasi may may loss na ngayon na ano eh, ba- bawal na yung mga sumasampa na babae, ganyan, etc. Et Pero sa ngayon, sa for the past five years, yung mentality na naisip ng mga tao sa ganyan, na yung seaman, babaero, wala na yun, DJ mo, makaluma na kasi yun eh, parang na... Naka, so ano ka, old school? Nakaulianan ng mga tao. So ikaw, old school ah? ka, old school ka kasi ginagago mo naman girlfriend mo, so... So old school ka. Sinasabi mo, hindi na uso yung mga seaman na, na, na babaero, pero ikaw babaero ka. Hindi naman. Hindi naman ako babaero, sir mo. Yung, 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 alam mo yun, yung parang nabuboard ako hanggang sa dating up lang. Hoy. May kausap ka. Hoy, pero that's wala cheating. naman actually nang nangyayari. That's fucking cheating. Ayun ah, nga lang. <laughs> hey, that's cheating. Ayun <laughs> nga. So, you... <laughs> I love it. I love it because you, you know, you're, you're, you're clueless, but fine. You know, it's it's fine. I mean, I'll I'll take it. It's fine. Um, ultimately, pero sure, DJ mo yung pinopunta namin dito trabaho. Sure, araw-araw alam bawa may may pupuntang ano galing sa ito. Tapos two weeks alam bawa two weeks three weeks pur dagat lang. Sure, may kita jan may mga lo. May mga, mga babaga, ganda ng mga babae dyan sa ano. Siyempre, yeah. naano ka eh. Parang, 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 parang nagigigil ka eh na nakikita ka na ng ibang tao kasi confined lang kayo sa isang, sa isang space. Tapos, yan nga. Yeah, but that's still <laughs> cheating. <laughs> you know, that, that's, yes, that's yes. still cheating. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, that, that's, mm, that's mm, what mm, I'm talking mm, about. Um, okay, so let, let's do this, man. Stick with your new girlfriend. Because, I mean, the, the last one is a lost cause. You've cheated on her a bunch of times, and you've already replaced her with somebody else. Stick with the, stick with the new girl, okay? But like I said, if you want to take the relationship seriously, and you want it to work, and you want to benefit from her being a lawyer, because you're not going to benefit from her being a lawyer unless you guys start to get more serious. Because right now, you guys are not really established as a healthy, full long-term relationship. So, wala ka naman benefit from this girl outside of legal advice. Oh, girlfriend, oh, may gagawin ako na masama. Oh, wala oh, pa, oh, yeah, DJ oh, mo. Yeah, kasi, oh, okay ba to? Hey, technically, wal, technically, uh, hindi ko pa siya, girlfriend, kinocourt ko pa siya ngayon. Okay, pero may pero, chance ka. Sa, sa nari- oh, may chance. May okay. chance talaga. Okay, alright. So, learn to be mm. a better boyfriend because if not, she will leave you. And if she leaves you, sayang pinaghirapan mo. And sayang, sayang yung mababenefit mo down the line when you become a better couple. It starts with really, truly, you being a better boyfriend. And you, that means stop with the Tinder. Stop with the flirt, flirt lang when you're in the port and you're bored. It, it, you, have, that ha, you have to put an end to that. Ah, uh, tama naman. Okay. Tama and, and you know what? This is a good age oh. to do that. 28 years old this is a good this is a good time in your life to maybe practice being a better uh, faithful boyfriend 
And you can really be proud of yourself because as a seaman, as you said, you seamen are no longer uh, babaero or anything like that. Well, prove it. Prove it to me. Prove, right. it, prove it to everybody else. Uh, okay? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. T- take, uh, take it as a test. My, yung, yung parang sa looban ko sa TJ Moe, yung, alam mo, yung may pinagsama na kayo ng girlfriend mo, kilala mo siya. Yeah. Tapos uh, sasaglit lang na oras na yun, parang parang yung yung decision ko biglang nag-iba, parang yung yung pag, yung sa lobin ko, parang na, parang majority may natira pa sa kanya eh, pero parang pinipilit kong kunin yun tapos ita-transfer sa bagong new girl. Parang na-consensya ako eh. Yeah, I I think I think feeling guilty is normal, um, especially if the person has been very good to you and you guys were a very good couple. Now, you, mm. you're, not the, you're not a good boyfriend and you've never been a good boyfriend, Dave. It, let's just kind of be honest. And everything you feel right now, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's part of that selfishness where you mo. Tapos ikaw pa yung, diba, tapos ikaw pa yung kawawa. It's like, what do you want, man? You're you're not a good boyfriend. Ay, di, you, parang naawa ako sa kanya eh. <laughs> naawa ako uh, uh, sa kanya eh. Well, how, but, but di ka naawa nung <laughs> nagtitinder ka. <laughs> ah, yun, yun. Yeah. It, it, it really only is uh-huh. now that there's a finality. Na wala na talaga kayo. So, I, uh, as much as you want to sit here and say naawa ka sa kanya, it... First of all, please understand, she's in a better place. She no longer has a boyfriend that's cheating on her. That's a good thing. And mm. I don't believe you when you say, I, I honestly think the guilt is eating you up and ikaw yung, mm. you feel bad for your actions. And it has really nothing to do with her feelings. Yes. It yes. has everything to do with your own personal feelings of yourself and maybe what you may have lost in this girl. So... I'll, I'll, I'll repeat myself, Dave. You've already moved on from her, no matter what you feel right now. And you've got another girl in your life who you've described to be more appealing than your past girlfriend. When I asked you what you liked about your past girlfriend, you did not give me one quality about her that you liked, except for the fact that she's in med school. Uh, and that may pinagsamahan kayo. Outside of that, when I asked you about this new girl, you've described her as witty, mas maganda, She's already a lawyer. I mean, like, there are things that you actually detailed, not amazing details, but you detailed why you liked her. And <laughs> when I hear that, I'm going to say, okay, maybe you feel strongly now more about this girl. You have not cheated on her yet, I'm assuming, because she's not your girlfriend. And that when you, when you do get together with her, Dave, kung talaga magiging kayo, you, here's where you can start maturing and practicing being a better boyfriend. Now, you, you, you were a bad boyfriend in the past, but you were also very young, and you're a seaman. I mean, there's a lot of challenges there. But now you're 28, you're a big boy, you, you know, you're looking for quality girls who down the line you will benefit from. Not right now, because this girl, you know, the, the way you like these girls, you like them for their future, not really for their present. You like them for the future that you'll have with them more than who they are right now. Because it doesn't matter if your new girl's a lawyer right now. If you're not going to benefit from it, it's pointless for you. So how will you benefit from this girl? 
oh, well, well, when you guys become a more serious couple, how do you become a more serious couple? Well, by being a very good boyfriend. If you're not a very good boyfriend, you're not going to be a very serious couple. So you got to start practicing oh, now being up. a better man if you want to benefit from these girls or this girl in particular. Now, we can sit here and we can question your motive. We can say our listeners are like, or promising future. That's okay, man. I'm okay with you admitting that. I'm okay with that being important to you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with a girl saying she wants to marry a guy or she wants to be with a guy because I'm okay with that. If that's your reason, that's your reason. And I'm not going to argue it. But how will you benefit from that if you're not a good person to that person? Like if you were a girl and sabi mo gusto mo yung yung boyfriend mo mayaman pero putang ina you know you're cheating on him you're flirting with other men like how will you benefit how will he give you money if you're shit uh. how is this girl going to share her promising financial financially stable life with you if you're not going to be a better man you have to prove it if you want to benefit from it and that benefit comes years from oh. now, not today. Because if you only liked a girl for her looks, crush mo siya kasi maganda siya. That's it. Maganda lang. Walang iba. Eh di syempre, you'll benefit now. Kasi maganda nga. You're benefiting now. That's what you like in a girl. You like hot chicks. Well, guess what? You get to spend time with them, make out with them, have sex with them. Then you're benefiting. But if, you're, if what you like about these girls is their future, well, how are you going to get to that future? You have to be a good boyfriend today. Your, yours, in fact, is harder. Oh. Your, your, your path is harder than the guy na may crush sa isang babae dahil maganda siya. Because that's an immediate gratification. I want to say, excuse. Yeah, yeah, go, go. I want to say, because, 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 every year, yung nine months kasi coming dito sa barko eh. parang nasanay na lang siguro ako na pero kung ganun yung ano ganun yung uh, uh, way na ano na ah seseryosohan ko talaga yung babae siniseryoso ako naman eh siniseryoso ako naman DJ mo eh no pero no no, no. your last girlfriend your last girlfriend you were shit I'm telling you that you cannot Aww. treat you cannot treat your last girlfriend the way you treat I mean you can't treat your current girl the one you like in lawyer you can't treat her the way you treated your last girlfriend you'll never benefit from her being a lawyer You have to be a Aww. better man yeah, yeah, you have to be a better man Dave and it has Aww. to start immediately or you're going to be left with nothing and and then you're going to have to find another girl that you know you and who knows if that's going to happen or not at least with this girl, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, you know, number one, that you like her and that you're attracted to her and that she's a lawyer and that she's witty and that she's maganda and she's all of these things that you like. Okay, well, great. Well, now you have to, now you have to hold on to it. And the way you're going to hold on to it is by being a good boyfriend and not the boyfriend that you were to the other girl. Because what you get out of it is not just what you get out of it today. It's what you're going to get out of it 10 years from now. When she's a judge or whatever the fuck she's going to be. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Dave, yes, Dave. At least ko yung, ano. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and really, it's, it's just good to be a better guy. I mean, it's just, 
That's just a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so practice yeah, now. Yeah. You're 28. It's time. It's time to be a better guy. You should have been a better guy all along, but you know what? It's not too late. You can start now, and you seem like you're promising. You don't seem like a douchebag. You just seem. You're just acting like a seaman. <laughs> it's just. Right? You're bored. <laughs> you're, you're, you're bored. You're in a port. You have fucking Tinder. Like that's what seamen do. <laughs> Pero alam mo yung parang bata pa, kasi parang na mindset ko na yung parents ko sinasabi. Okay, magmadali na magpakasal ganyan ganyan. Dapat ganito ganyan. Gawin niyo muna yung gawin mo ganyan. Yeah. Ito I... na yun siguro. <laughs> oh, ito na yun siguro. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Let's see. And the only way you're going to find out is, again, to say it again, is to be a better boyfriend. Okay? Dave, you're, Dave you're an interesting guy, man. I, I, I am glad to have met you. Please, you know, reach out anytime if you've got anything <laughs> else. Uh, I love that you're calling from a boat, in, you know, somewhere around the world. That's very, very cool. So um, if you have any other questions, please reach out to me. You have, you have my Viber number. Just, just message me, Dave. Okay? All right? Yeah. Dave? I think we're losing him. Ah, well, there, we lost him. Uh, he's, he's easily going to make you guys upset. I know I, I'm listening to your voices, like, I don't know if the word is telepathically or whatever. I feel like I'm, I'm Professor X. I can, I can hear your anger about this guy. Like, I get it. He's, he was a bad boy. But, you know, little, here, here's the benefit of the doubt stuff. He was young. He's a fucking seaman. Sorry, seaman, but it's true. He's living proof of your reputation. And he likes financially stable or at least prospectively stable uh, women. And his last girlfriend was a med student, only a student. The girl that he's dating now is, is already a bona fide lawyer. Well, that, that has a little bit more uh, value to him. She's p- magandas. She's funny or witty or whatever. Well, then good. Maybe she's the girl that's going to make you a better guy. She's going to be your muse for being a better boyfriend as you get into your late 20s and early 30s. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have uh, more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and the Podcast Season 7. We're at episode 69. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. 
Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back on the podcast, you are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 69, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. I was just texting with Nico Ramos during the commercial break. You know, I took a couple of minutes here to uh, give him, well, he messaged me and uh, I told him to come on the podcast tomorrow. So we will have him tomorrow on the show talking about some stuff. But remember in June when I said uh, we're trying to make some exciting changes to the radio show. Uh, I I'll just be kind of I'm not supposed to be probably saying this, but I'll uh, be transparent with all of you guys. And you know I always let you in on the secrets before I take it to social media, before I even tell the co-host of the Magic Eighty Nine Point Nine Radio Show, before I t- tell even the listeners there and all of that. I. I try to give you guys the inside information first because I know the people who listen to this podcast, you know, we, we've got a connection. It's not like the radio show where strangers may not even know who I am or the radio show. They can listen because it's on free radio. But the podcast, you actually have to search for the show. You, you probably know who I am if you listen to this show. You, you know a little bit about my life. So I feel like I have a responsibility or even just a connection with you guys to let you in on all the early info. Okay, this is the place where you're going to get the secrets. You're going to get the secrets on the pod, right? But in June, I was I was talking to Nico and I said, "Hey, why don't you come back? Why don't you come back to the radio show to us? Let's let's we're in the middle of a really awful pandemic that's killing our industry, right? And if you get back, I think we could do some really special stuff on the radio." So he's been thinking about it. And even leaning towards coming back. Um, there are some logistical stuff in his life that he needs to fix for him to get back. But I think it's something that we feel really good about happening. And I thought it was going to happen in July. And then when we started the radio show back in the studio, then we got hit with quite a few COVID-19 positive cases inside the booth among the DJs as well. So we had to kind of cut that. And we've put this whole Nico coming back uh, on the radio show with us a little bit to the side because there's a bigger priority, which is trying to get the, the radio booth back in order. And I think we're getting close. 
I think we might be like a week away from being back in studio. Maybe. Depends, though, because we're already hearing uh, Paranyaje, for example, getting back to uh, ECQ, uh, Pasig as well, getting back, or certain barangays in Pasig, Pasig getting back to ECQ. So, I mean, even if the booth is ready, if the cities are on ECQ, then, you know, we might have a hard time getting the, the, the DJs back there. But um, I am trying to revisit this with Mr. Ramos, and I think I feel really good about getting him back as an everyday regular on the show. Uh, so I told him, hey, let's let's get you on the podcast tomorrow, this meaning episode 70, and he doesn't know I'm going to talk about it. He doesn't know right now I'm talking about it. He might get upset that we're actually talking about it. But I want to ask him straight up tomorrow, is he going to come back? How does he feel good about coming back? And I just want to kind of talk, touch base with him because, of course, you know, I love the guy immensely. And I think he's probably the best co-host I've ever had on the show. So we'll have Nico tomorrow. Maybe it'd be a mailbag type of thing since it's not really like an advice call thing. So... Watch out for that. And I'm going to hit him with the question. Are you coming back? And if you're coming back, maybe maybe we can make this happen first week of August. And I know that you guys are going to be fucking thrilled about that because he's so good on the fucking show. Okay. Um, let's take our next call. We'll go to the Philippines for this one. Next call. Let's talk to Mike, who's 41. Mike is in Pasay. And he's got a very interesting question. I think uh, a lot of parents um, actually go through or... Are thinking about when it's going to happen but uh, mike here is living it as we speak and he is on the show hey mike thanks for being on the program man hey mo um, what's up i'm good thanks I'm for good. having me here you got you and i are very similar yeah. you're 41 i'm 42 uh we both have sons my mm. son is 11 yours is how old uh he's 10 he's 10 okay so yeah we're a year off in yeah. in, in so many aspects of our lives right mike um, there is a difference. You were telling me off air that, um, well, I, I, why don't you go ahead and tell the story about your son and, and what the question is and all that. Oh, Julia bothering me, um, like a few years back, um, uh, when he was five, I guess, uh, I think he's starting to touch his, uh, penis. Yeah. Kind of sort of like rubbing his hands on it. Kind of like masturbating is he masturbating with his pants oh. down in front of your face or is it more like no, it's no, in his no, pants no. his hand is in his pants uh his uh hands are outside his pants uh-huh. and it's it's he's kind of rubbing the you know yeah yeah his penis on it the, sorry mom my voice is kind of rough because it's kind of hard to talk about this um no, and and and, because, and I want uh, us I end up to, calling you because I don't know what to do. So. Yeah, I, I want us to talk yeah. about this. Really, I'm, I'm very, very, um, I'm really pumped up about this call because I think it's, it's something that, whether, I, I we're just all going to go through it with with it at some point. I think five years old is what you're scared about because we were probably jacking right, right, off right. Mike when I mean thirteen, probably fourteen at least in that range, maybe a little earlier maybe we were starting i mean we were kind of in that so to have it like at five instead of 14 is going to be like a concern i think if you're a parent but i i'm not 100 percent sure it's something we need to panic about and we'll get to that in a second so right. he he's 
he's touching himself outside, like dry masturbating, I guess, because he's doing it out, outside of his pants, right? Um, is he doing <laughs> it in public places, or is he kind of looking for a private area in the house to do it? That's actually our worry, because um, uh, I'll, I'll tell, I, I'm going to tell you the backstory about this. Um, at first, um, it's kind of... yung pillow um between his legs and um imagine upon sinking before when he was five but uh it got worse because um yeah he ended up touching himself and we caught him a couple of times we actually uh talk about it um we talked to him me and my my partner um but it's it's hard because he's just a child and my understanding is um hindi niya alam yung ginagawa niya siguro no but his body is telling him to do it something like that um we're pretty aware that um wala naman siyang pagkukunan noon like any pornographic material right right, right. and when he's on when when he's watching tv we're we're always close to him Make sure that every content is uh, just for kids, you know, good for kids. Walang any, you know, um, parang mga kissing scenes, something like that. Sure. But over the years, um, he keeps on repeating it. Um, uh, one time when he was, I think this was two years ago, um, he was eight. Uh, I caught him in the act and um, uh, I end up um, spanking him. Uh, and he understands um, and I, I explained bakit ko siya pinalo and then um, yung, yung, alam mo yung his eyes were, were kasi I'm asking him why are you doing it uh, sinasabi niya lang uh, makatiraw which is you know probably bullshit or right, 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 some, right. Uh, kids excuse because I don't know because probably he doesn't know what to tell or how to explain it uh then um and we ha- we come to an agreement that every time I caught him uh yung papaluin ko siya but I'm not sure if that's the right th- thing because uh hindi ko alam kung ano yung magiging impact ng paglaki niya so right, right, right. up until now recently um um well, matagal na namin siyang hindi nauuli so good for him um, because we are equipped with um, CCTVs around the house, even in the bedroom, so we can monitor his uh, activities. But um, I think this is three months ago. The recent thing um, uh, is uh, I'm sleeping beside him. He's playing his um, Nintendo Switch. Um, Nakaano siya sa TV na parang yung switch na display sa TV ngimutan ko yung term sorry yeah no that's yeah so, term either but yeah I get yeah, what you're yeah. saying yeah it's like playing a console game yeah right right he right. had his, his stick and then I'm sleeping but I'm facing towards him so I pretended that, that I'm sleeping and then all of a sudden he puts down the controller and then he started doing it again and he's still doing it outside of his pants, right? Like he doesn't have his hand in his pants, or he's already outside. Yes. Outside. Okay, so that's his. Okay. I never. We never caught him um, putting his hands. Right, like full uh, on masturbating. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, 
So right, right, right. So that was three months ago, and and why? Yeah, three months ago. Yeah. Hey, I, I got a question. So a couple of things here. Number one, if that was three months ago, why are you calling tonight? Is it just, it just does it eat away at you like regularly, or I mean, why why not? Why wait three months? Because I don't know what to do, Mo. Um, I'm not. Just, I'm collecting. I'm doing research. Um, I'm thinking if, um, to open this up on my friends, but I ended up. Um, uh, parang may isip ko walari naman sila matutulong. So is your and, and is, is your son you. like like I guess his mental state is he is he autistic is he um, kind of detached disengaged no, with other stuff or he's a pretty normal kid, but meron um, lang siyang issue kasi because. Um, Siguro, dahil nga yung sa kapatid niya, parang medyo, uh, he's our firstborn kasi. So, ang problem lang namin sa kanya is parang mas isip bata siya rin sa younger brother niya. Parang mas matured pa yung younger brother. So, yun lang naman yung, ano, yung parang uh, and then, namin. Okay, and, and have you ever had him assessed because of that? Not the masturbating, but the the maturity level. Has, has that ever been assessed by, by a professional? Um, may sinabi sa amin before uh, nung nag-start ng schooling na medyo delay nga siya. May, may delay factor yung, ano, yung, yung improvement niya. May, may uh, developmental delays sure. when he was kinder. Okay. Uh-huh. But uh, I think nahabon na naman niya ngayon yun. So uh, pagka kinausap mo naman siya, okay naman siya at his age. Yeah. And medyo matalino rin. Medyo nagiging ano na, feel yun na. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, maybe so we, think, the, the developmental stuff sometimes are just kind of by just naturally gets better. And I, you know, I mean, that's at least what I believe. Um, right, right. So listen, Mike, l- let me let me um, let me give you my opinion. But the opinion isn't based on any studies or knowledge in psychology yeah, or, yeah. or any of that. Right. Because this is just me being a parent like you right. and my mm-hmm. concerns and Fuck, I'm telling you right now, my, my son's 11, and he's, he's in his room. Just yesterday, I was talking about how often he's in his room. And I, I, I'm already kind of anticipating that I'm going to walk in there soon. I mean, soon, meaning maybe in a year or something. And I'm just going to catch him jacking off. Like, I, I know it's around the corner because, fuck, man, we're guys. We know, I'm actually, you know, we, yeah, yeah. we know that reality, right? <laughs> but, but the fact that yeah, your yeah. son started early is, is a bit of a concern for you. But let, let, me, let me give you my opinion, Okay. I don't think, um, I don't think what your son is doing is the way you think, the way you think we do it or we did it at when we were younger. Well, okay, well, how do I phrase this? It's not sexual. I don't think it's sexual at all, and that's why I don't like right. you disciplining him, especially yung pinapalo mo for this. Like I really, 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 really am against that. Now. I'm not saying yeah, I'm against Palo 100%. Like, I, I generally don't. It's not my thing. But I get it. Like, I get it. We grew up that way. Well, I mean, I didn't grow up that way. But I get that all of, a lot of us our age, we grew up that way. And it worked. And it's discipline. And some cultures are more keen on doing it. And then some cultures absolutely forbid it, right? So I'm somewhere in between there. But if you told me you, you were following your kid because he was, say, breaking the TV, because he was frustrated at his Nintendo Switch, at Hinagis na yung Switch, and 
being out of them, I'm like, okay, I get it, man. But for what he's been doing, I really don't think that warrants it. And I think it's actually more damaging to do so. Because I don't find what he's doing to be sexual. I think we innately go for our dicks um, pretty regularly. Okay, what's, what's a good example? Um, I think I've heard that when people are in a coma, the, the first thing they do when they wake up is they, they touch their dick to see if it's still there. Like, it, there's just something about it. When you're watching soccer, football, and they're going to do that kick, everybody's got their hands on their dicks. Like, it, it's almost an innate reaction. Right, right. It's so center of our soul type of shit. Uh, I think kids touch their genitals because it feels good, but it doesn't have sexual energy. So when he's saying makate or whatever, I think he actually enjoys the sensation, which all kids do. The part that makes it sexual is the adult part, the part where we know it's sexual. We watch these movies. We've seen porn. We know what it feels like to have an erection and wanting to put it in a vagina. And you know, like we, we know that as being men and boys and sexual drive and adolescence and hormones. Like We know it. But when you're a child and you don't have all of that stuff, Touching your penis is just touching a, a, a part of your body, any part of your body that has a lot of nerve endings that brings some kind of sensation. And if he was, let's say, autistic or, um, you know, delayed development or, or whatever, it doesn't change that that's what kids do. It's typical. You said you've researched this. I'm kind of surprised maybe you've not come across this before that kids touch their genitals boys and girls when they're young and that's 100 percent normal now it is of course concerning as a parent um you worry and i think that's normal too you don't you don't want your kid naman to be at the mall putting their hand and fucking jacking off in public like that's really it's really nakakahiya as a parent but that's the thing is you're judging your child based on expecting him to have adult knowledge or even at least teenage knowledge that penis is sexual and there's sexual energy and all of that. There's none of that shit when you're young. So I, I, what I'm trying to say, no, Mike, yeah. is, is don't make it a mistake on his part but don't Naman completely disregard it because you want to teach him that a you can't do this in public because shempre you know like I don't want you to do any yeah, yeah. kind of sexual shit in front of other people, even though yeah, like to what, you like what we always told him yeah yeah even though to you it's not sexual to us it's sexual and there's that weird there's that weird space that oh my god if you do that in public it's it's just a, it's very difficult to kind of get through that that moment right 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 and 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 i think i think if there's a way to i know you, you can't provide an alternative because the penis or the genitals are they feel good they feel good to touch it. Um, I think as he gets older, 
those values, those those realities regarding the genitals start to be more evident, and then they on their own start to realize, okay, I cannot do this. But I just don't want you to spank him for it. Like, Mike, please, please, if if there's one thing we can get from this, because I'm with you, man, I'm kind of scared too, right? The one thing, let's right. not get angry, especially at somebody who's not exposed to sexual education, you know, drive, activities. Like, they don't know that sexual aspect to it. Um, outside of that, I think he's super normal. And as, as uncomfortable as it is, because I would be in your shoes, man, I'd be like, holy <laughs> shit. As uncomfortable as it is, it's not something that they can that they should get in trouble for. I think it's normal. I really, really, really do think yeah. it's normal. And I think if you researched it, you'll you'll find out that that's what the experts say as well. I haven't had the chance to do that, but I've, I remember reading about it maybe some years ago saying, oh, you know, kids do that all the time. Like, that's super, super fucking normal because it's the mindset. It's the stigma of touching yourself. That's the problem, not actually touching yourself. It's why you're touching yourself. And us adults or teenagers, we touch ourselves because we're horny. Kids, they touch themselves because it feels good minus the, the sexual energy. You get it? I yeah, mean, that, it, and I don't know yeah. if you agree with that, though. See, it made a perfect sense. Yeah, um, yeah. But the thing that got me worried is uh, um, there are times that he really do it often, like probably thrice or four times a week. And I jack. I, oh, I jack off more than that. Three months. Three months ago, um, I, I confirmed that. He's really jacking off because, um, you know, what he, what he would do is um, kind of rub it slowly, then faster, and then to the point uh, I think he's satisfied. And then, you know, he's having a, his deep breath, like <sighs> something going on. Dude, that's, 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 that's terrifying, terrifying yeah. for, for a parent to see. And, I, I get, I understand. Yeah. But I'm beside him. Oh, I'm just pretend, pretend uh, to be sleeping. So at I, that time, I'm I'm so scared, and uh, I don't know what to do. If I'm gonna spank him again, or I just gonna continue pretending sleeping. So yeah, um, I didn't talk to him that time. Uh, I the last uh, time I talked to him about it was uh, I spanked him two years ago. That's it. Yeah, so let's let's just remove the spanking part, and and I don't think you're going to do it in any way anymore. He's just yeah, I know. I, I think you're seeing that heart. it doesn't really, really work. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. work. It's it's just not going to work for this for this situation. So, right. um, what are you scared about? Okay, so because see the thing is, Mike, like as much as I can sit here and talk to you about what's right and what's wrong and what I would do, I don't live your life. So Hindiko gets the like the trauma of seeing your kid panting and like fucking jacking off like that might fucking freak me out like my wife will probably lose her fucking mind if she saw that like she would the reason why my well, i don't want my wife to be yeah she would lose her shit if she saw that man 
And I myself would be, oh my fucking god! What, oh my, she would fucking go livid. <laughs> oh, I'm Scott. I would have to find a way to hold her down, man. She would be fucking so. She would be so incredible, Hulk, if she saw that shit, right? Um, and and I I can sit here, Mike, and tell you, hey, bro, don't do this, don't do that, blah blah blah. But you know, fuck, fuck, who knows? What if I am in your situation? I'll probably just as be as traumatized as you, right? So I, I don't want to come off right. as Mister Know It All or Mister High and Mighty. Okay, gets go. I'm trying to imagine myself in there, and I'm like. That would be fucking hard for me. Uh, but it, it, there's that battle. There's the battle of how visually offensive it looks. And what does science tell us? Science tells us that when kids are doing it, it's not sexual. It isn't. And us, we're so ingrained because you're 41 and I'm 42. And every time my hand has been on my dick outside of urinating... Every single time my hand has been on my dick for the last 30 years, it's been sexual. So I got 30 years telling me that when I put my hand on my dick, it's because I'm fucking horny and I want to jack off and I want to ejaculate and I'm thinking about porn and I'm thinking about tits and I'm thinking about ass and I'm thinking about all of these things that when you, when you put that mindset onto your five-year-old, you're like, oh my God, did I fail as a parent that my son is a predator or he's like, he's going to grow up to be some kind of rapist? No, that's not what science yeah. tells us. No matter how much it feels that way as the parent. I think the reason why you're so terrified is you think your son's going to grow up to be a rapist. No, not the man. Um, main reason would be uh, he might do it in public uncontrollably, you know. Uh, baka kung saan na lang siya, you know, mabutan or mapil niya mag-masturbate. Then, I, I, uh, gawin niya na lang bigla. I think the more he understands... But, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. But what? Yeah, yeah. But uh, as a parent, um, we have to make sure to guide him in the right way. So that's why we constantly talking to him when he was six up to, up to um, eight years old. Na wag niyang gagawin sa school, ganito yung mag- mangyayari, ganyan. And I think he understands, but he's still doing it. Uh, yun nga lang, dito nga lang sa bahay. We never caught him outside pa naman. Yeah. And pag nakikipaglaro naman siya sa mga kaibigan niya sa labas, wala rin namang kaming naririnig or walang sinasabi yung mga friends niya na, you know, na may ganun siyang ano. Right, right, um, right, right. So let's, Actions, Mike, let's let's take that as a win, okay? Your son has not done the one thing that you're most worried about, which is doing it in public. Outside of that, it's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. that when you're fake sleeping, you could see him panting and rubbing his penis, and that's really terrifying, and it is. But it's just a different mindset. Your mindset and his mindset over why he's doing it are, can't be further away from each other. We, unfortunately, were born with this part of our body that has these nerve endings, and when touched, it feels good. And that's both penis and vagina, right? Five-year-old, five-year-old girl touching herself is just as innocent as touching any other part of their body if they're doing it to themselves, obviously. I mean, anybody else doing it to them is completely bullshit and fucking crazy, right? But I think pe- them exploring their bodies no matter how visually upsetting it is for us, 
please let us remember it's not sexual in their mind. It's just this part of my body feels good when I touch it. Yun lang. Um, okay. it, no matter how difficult that is to fathom because that's to me, that's the truth. It's us. It's our way our minds have been shaped through the years that associate that with sexual energy, sexual drive, and all of that stuff. And that's normal. As we get older, we, we start understanding that. But children don't. And for that, right. it's just a, it's any other body part. Just a, It's the same as a finger. It's the same as a toe. It's the same as a nose. You know, we, we know, I know that this might be a stupid example, and forgive me if I sound like an idiot, but like, when you're picking your nose, that feels good. The inside of your nose feels good. But kids do it all the time, and they do it in public, and you're like, because we know it's embarrassing. But they're doing it because it feels good. And, and as they get older, they start realizing they can't do that in public because it's kind of gross. But as children, like, like my daughter's got her fucking finger in her nose all day. It's not. It's just. It's a place to put your finger because it feels okay. In fact, this just this morning, right before I spoke to you, I went down to get coffee, and her nose was bleeding. I'm like, your nose is bleeding, nana man. And you know why it's bleeding? Because she puts her finger in her nose and she she, she scratches it because she's always picking it, like picking at it constantly. And hindi naman all day long, but there are some days talaga where it's that, and then it bleeds. So she just does it because it feels good. And I know one day she'll stop because she will realize if I'm going to do it in, in public, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> but as a kid, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell her. I don't tell her as much to take it out because it's gross. I just tell her to take it out because it bleeds. Or I have to cut her nails. I'm like, oh, it's bleeding, so let me check your nails. And then I see, in fact, her nails are long. And I'm like, oh, that's why it's bleeding. Let me okay. cut your nails. So I cut her nails. So when she picks her nose, you know, it's not going to bleed as much. Now, unfortunately, genitals are a little bit more gross than nose <laughs> publicly. Um, but I don't think it changes the mindset that they just do it because it feels good. And I know one day my daughter in a few years is going to be like, I person. I won't do this anymore. I think that's the same thing with your son in time. Right. You know. Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. No, I, I'm very confident. Very confident. Ninety-nine percent sure he will grow out of it. And I'm one hundred percent sure that what he's done is normal. Okay? Yeah. Right. Mike, I love this talk, man. I really, really enjoyed this talk because I think it's fucking real and uh and and just just kind of it's legit. It's a legit issue. Okay? Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate Thanks. the time you um you know um given me. Um because I don't I really don't know what to do and <laughs> I'm really, really frustrated yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can't talk to my friends. Can't talk to my wife again for the same issue because I have no uh, resolution. I don't know what to do. I don't so. think we need a resolution. I, I, I mean, there might be minor stuff, but that's just maybe gently talk to him about yeah, just doing it or just just don't don't think of it as like I said, don't think of it as sexual. Just say, hey, I know it feels good for you. I know it's like something you do just to kind of maybe 
I don't want to say relieve because relieve sounds sexual, but yeah, I, I know why you do it. Hmm. Just, just there, there's a time and there's a place for it. And, um, you know, I don't want people to look at you and them feel something about you. It, it's, it's kind of dangerous. There are people out there that are, they, they get triggered by that shit. So I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I, I mean, I know you're not doing anything wrong. I just don't want you to do it outside because saying that, there are people who will see it and might take it differently. So, I mean, even I'm not sure how I would word it, but it might be along those lines. And and understand that there's a place for it if he needs to do it. And maybe find an alternative, something that stimulates him mentally, where when he's bored, instead of being stimulated physically, he might be stimulated mentally. And I know that's a really challenge because it's hard to kind of dictate what kids should get in what they're going to be involved in. And maybe his Nintendo switch is not doing it for him. And maybe it's going to be something else. But I think if you can deflect that energy or the boredom, whatever it may be into something else. So you yourself don't have to see it. And for him to get away from it earlier than he otherwise would, I think is a really maybe a good play as well. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, but 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 you know that that's hard to find. Well, just just keep trying, keep trying different tactics and stuff. Okay. But but just remove Pado from right. the equation. And yeah, 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 that was and, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. No. And, and, and listen, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you were wrong. Let's just just let's not do it again. That's all. all right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Mike. All right. Have a good day, sir. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate your time. Yeah. No worries. Have a good one. Later, brother. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah, that, that might be the first time we've had that call. If not, we haven't had it in a long time, so I really, really enjoyed it. But in fact, we have something similar coming up right after this commercial break, so I want to get to that now. It's Good Times from the Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 69. Wow, does it have to be 69? Um, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, I'll go away. Worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back on the podcast, you are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 69, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, you know, I'm starting to get that issue, and I was talking about the radio show a little while ago, and I'm starting to have that issue here on the podcast now with you guys being on your speakerphone or your headset. And I know that you, most of you don't know that if you are on a radio show using a speakerphone or a headset, it's really going to sound fucking awful. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you like I am on the radio show. The radio show, like I get mad at the listeners because they know this. We talk about it on the radio every single fucking day. We talk about it live. You cannot call the show and be on speakerphone. It sounds like a steaming pile of liquid shit. Okay. Um, here on the podcast, you guys don't know that. Plus, this is a recorded show, so I could tell you in advance. But uh, as, as just kind of a little heads up, uh, it cannot be a headset. You cannot have AirPods or any Bluetooth speaker, whatever, or speakerphone. And I was saying this on the radio the the other day that a lot of the callers here on the show are young, you know, the young people. 
20s, especially. Now, I know today we had a 41-year-old and we're, our next caller is 45 years old, but that's kind of rare. Most of the people, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, you know, in that range. And if you're part of that generation, I don't know how much experience you have with talking on a phone when you put the phone on your ear. Because when I ask these 20-year-olds who call the show and I say, hey, can you take off the headset? And they're like, uh, how else am I going to talk? It, it, there's, I don't know about not all of you are that clueless, but... I do get that vibe when I'm like, hey, can you take off the headset and put your phone on your ear? They're like, I go, put your, I used to say, put your phone on your face. And they go, put my phone on the face. And then they, what they end up doing is they, they go to speakerphone and then they do that thing that fucking millennials and even younger people do where they speak on speakerphone, but their phone is on their face, like on their lips. And they hold it flat. You, you, get, you know, they do this, I can't show you right now because we're audio, right? But you know, they, 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 it's like they're serving a tray and then they're holding the phone to their mouth, even though it's speakerphone, which I never really understood. And I think that's just a cool, that's just a cool guy shit move, right? Um, the headset is such a big part of phone life now that when I tell them to remove it, they almost sound lost. And, it's like, and I always explain, hey, take off the headset, put your phone on your ear like we grew up listening, like how we grew up talking on the phone. And the 22-year-olds are like, grow up talking on the phone. <laughs> They don't know what a landline is, and it's just it's just so interesting. It's so interesting that it sounds so foreign of them to do it. And when I was on the radio show the other day, I was saying that speakerphone is fucking douchebag, right? That's a douchebag move, uh, especially if you put the speakerphone like on a table and you're like walking around the room. It is the audio quality is so shit. That if you think that speaking on a speakerphone is, it has to be like, I think I'm badass. I think I'm boss level. I think I'm CEO. So I'm going to be able to speakerphone. But it is so obnoxious and so fucking shit poor in audio quality that I can't believe that phones even have that as a feature anymore. It, it really should be obsolete. It is killing society. And then the headset. Now, the headset, I understand. It's still kind of a, it, it's a douchey look when you're walking around with a headset in your ear. But the, the quality is not as bad as the speakerphone, but, but you cannot do a radio call or a podcast call with headset. Um, and then I, would, I wanted to tell kind of people, if you're walking down the streets, like say you're a caller from New York, right? We, we've got a New Jersey call coming up here in a second. And you want to look badass with your suit and while you're walking, it always looks better when you have your phone on your ear. Like that's, that looks more CEO than AirPods. Like, there's a badassery to putting the phone on your ear. You sound power. You look power. And the quality's better. But anyway, my point being this. If you're going to call the show, and we're going to start the call, and I'm going to put you on air, please do me a favor. No headset. No speakerphone. And if you're in your 20s, and you don't know what it feels like to put a phone in your ear, let's practice nostalgia of some kind. And put your phone. It goes in your ear. Um... The phone is designed where there's a speaker on the top and then there's a microphone on the bottom. And when you put it on your face, on your ear, the top speaker actually is in your ear and then the microphone usually fits perfectly where your mouth is. And the audio quality of that call is superior. It just, it is. And there's no other way to go about it. Um, I know it's foreign and really weird, but that's how it's got to be on the show and on the radio show, if you guys don't mind. 
Okay. Good talk. Thanks, kids. Uh, let's take our third call. Next call. Let's talk to Evie, who's 45. Evie's in uh, New Jersey, which is, of course, the east coast of the United States. And Evie, interesting in, interestingly enough, um, I was just got off the phone with a guy minutes ago who had an issue about a son who was kind of masturbating and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I get a message from you saying that you have a like you want to get on the show regarding your son and something sexual as well. So I thought, oh my god, like what what a perfect. What a perfect storm of, of sons and their dicks uh, tonight here on, on the show. So, <laughs> Evie, what, what do you want to what do you want to talk about here? Yeah, so I have a son. He's thirteen, uh, going fourteen, and he's experiencing um, what's that e- erections. And one day he asked me, "What is he gonna do with it?" And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I uh, at first I told him to ignore it, or I mean. Um, not ignore it, but just, uh, yeah, I, I guess pretty much ignore it and uh, wait for it to just go down and distract himself from, you know, to doing something else. Yeah. Uh, so it, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know what to say. And uh, are you I single asked mom? somebody else, but I wasn't uh, happy with the well, answer. Well, so what was the answer? Well, first of all, are you a single mom? Mm, or is, is, not is exactly. his father around? Not exactly. Yeah, he, and, and he, yeah. is he not like comfortable to telling his dad about this? Bak- yeah, baka. Okay. Because I asked him, ask your dad, and I, I guess he didn't really get to ask him. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, what was the what was the piece of advice that when you asked somebody else that you didn't like? I'm kind of intrigued to hear what you disagreed with. No, actually, I didn't. I guess he didn't really answer it clearly. That's why I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> words in his mouth like just tell him to you know to ignore it you know so okay so i didn't um, get a clear answer basically so what the question is what do you tell your son who's 13 years old which by the way i mean i it, it just kind of feels it feels like i've he's had erections way before 13 or maybe i just had a lot of erections at 13 i feel like that started when i was more like yeah maybe like 11 or something i'm not sure um I mean, do you get turned on when when you have erections? I mean, I I don't know because I'm not. A, I'm not no, a it's boy. it's it's, it's a... funny because when I was talking to the guy before you, I was saying that when we start discovering our bodies, erections, penises, what feels good and stuff, it's not sexual in nature. Okay, it's just a body part, and the problem with this body part, and I'm sorry for repeating myself from our last caller, but the problem with this body part is it has a lot of like feel good properties with it diva nerve endings and stuff like that that make it actually feel nice to touch um the part when it becomes scary for us as adults or as parents is when it becomes sexual and that's around this time i think for your son you know, 13, 14, 15, when his friends in school start talking about pubic hair and girls and, you know, movies and all of that stuff, that we start to develop the sexual side of our genitals. And your son seems to not have been exposed to it as much yet because he's still asking you about it. He's like, hey, what do I do with this? And I'm glad that 
that's the case. Instead of asking his friends what he's going to do about it, and they're going to tell him, oh, you got to put lotion on it, you got to watch a girl, then you got to fucking pull on it like until shit comes out. Like, that, that's, what, that's what his stupid friends are going to tell him. And they'll tell him. They'll tell him soon. But the fact that he's kind of reached out to you at 13, Evie, to go, what do I do with this, is a kind of really good thing. And I'm not even against your answer of wait for it to go down. Like, that's not that bad of an answer. In fact, I'm trying to think what I would do. If, you know, I've got a son, he's 11, and he's going to probably ask me soon as well. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, maybe when you wake up in the morning, it's blood that rushes into that area. And as you get to be an adult, as you kind of grow into your body, that happens more and more. And it, it, it responds to certain things like things that get you either excited or a dream or whatever, it responds to that. And then I might take a page out of your book, Evie, and go, you just kind of wait for it to dissipate and it'll go, it'll go away. You're not, especially if it's in the morning, all you have to do is pee. Once you pee, it goes away. It goes away immediately. Like I've never seen an erection stay. So try not to, try not to be surprised by it. It is going to be happening more and more as you get older. And there's going to be other awkward things like hair growing around there, kind of like mine. And I'll show him my, my kilikili or something like that and say, all of these are going to be bodily changes and you're going to start seeing them pretty rapidly in the next few years. And that's just you getting... Actually, he started having the pubic hair and he showed me. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. He showed you. Okay. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so, so I would just kind of use that explanation that it's going to happen more and more. And this is the start of you becoming, changing from a boy into a young man. And it'll just kind of continue that way. Um, I'll tell you, Evie, I mean, he's just, he's around the corner from masturbating, masturbating. And that's what I'm scared of. And it's going to be normal, man. I'll tell you, Evie, it's, it's just, it's kind of normal. I think the best thing to do is make sure just to tell them where and when to do it and not like, you know, understand that it's something I mean, that... I think it will be awkward if he gets to ask that, you know, like, I don't know if, because I asked him the other day, does it feel funny? Because, I mean, I don't know how to, how he, oh, yeah, he said he, it feels funny. So I'm like, oh. Okay. Did you ask him if he touches it? I think I don't know if he does, but I don't want him. To, I don't want to like lead him into like if I say, "Are you touching it?" and then he'll probably touch it, and then <laughs> Evie, he's going to touch it. He'll start. He's he's going. He's gonna touch it. Trust me, he's gonna touch it, and it's gonna be often. <laughs> no, he just looks at it like every I know, time I know, it, but, but and it, I, I saw him in it and I laughed because it's like. <laughs> And I said, no, it's 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 not funny. It's just I'm just. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I told him. Let's do this, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you what I told the last guy. Let's remove the sexual shock of it all. Um, this is this is all human body stuff, right? This is all science. His body's gonna have erections. At one point, these erections are going to be sexual in nature, and it's gonna—I think it's gonna happen pretty soon with him. Maybe a year or two. It's just—you you don't want him to masturbate. I'll tell you right now, he's gonna masturbate. You kind of just have to get that out of your system. 
And it's going to be sexually charged, unlike, say, if a five-year-old is playing with their penis or a seven-year-old is playing with their penis. They're playing with a body part that just feels good, minus the sexual energy. But when you're 13 and you're 14 and you're 15, and then when you're like me, 42, who jacked off yesterday <laughs> um, and will try to find a way to jack off some at some point today, uh, it just becomes normal. It's always been normal. What you want yeah, to, yeah. Normal. What you want to, like, advise him on is where you're going to do it, like, not in your car, not in school, not in public, not in, like, I, you know, you just if you want to be cool, mom, you're just going to be like, okay, I understand that this is going to be something that feels good when you touch it. I just don't want you to do it like in certain places because it's inappropriate and. You know, I, I don't want you yeah, to... Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he will know that. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure he will. But but shit, we, when we started, I'll tell you, Evie, when we started, like, consciously jacking off, sexually consciously jacking off, sometimes the feeling is so amazing that we forget about the etiquette part to it. Like, I'll... <laughs> ju- like, you know, I could sit there completely... I, I could totally tell you that maybe when I was, I don't know, like, 14 or something... Like, there's room. There's a room of maybe sleeping people, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're sleeping. I can jack off right now, thinking that I'm gonna get away with it, and probably knowing. <laughs> or, or you know what I used to do? I used to cut a hole in a pillow, and I would fuck the pillow essentially. Okay, and when I was like 13, 14, or whatever, and I'm fucking this pillow, and I cut a hole into the pillow, right, to fuck it, and then I ejaculate into the pillow. I thought that if I just put a pillowcase, hindi makikita ng mga tao yan. So what I would do is I would fuck all the pillows in the house because hindi naman makikita ng mga tao kasi may pillowcase. Hindi ko naman alam na putang ina tinatanggal yung pillowcase. Diba? And chine-change yan ng mga adults. So, so, so when, you take out, when you take out the pillowcase, what do you see? You see a hole and you just see a bunch of dried brown cum all over the oh pillow yeah. <laughs> because I'm fucking these pillows every day. Every day I'm fucking pillows. Every day. So if there were like 10 pillows in the house, there's 10 not soft pillows on one side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I don't know this. Like, you know I, that, I, know, I remember that jokery joke. Uh, the story that he he tells people about the sock. <laughs> I, I I don't really watch the jokey stuff too much. So I'm assuming <laughs> fucking a sock, which which is very American pie. About I mean, we saw that scene in that movie. But yeah, no, exactly. Food, anything, man. We'll, we'll fuck anything. And the problem is, when we're at that age, not the guy who just called, but this age, we will prioritize the sensation over the etiquette. And that's the part I want you to jump in. Because my, my parents never told me about it. My, my parents never, I never brought it up to them and they never talked to me about it. So I was on my own. And I don't, I'm not upset at them for that because I know it's an awkward conversation. But if you don't talk to him about it, it's going to be those moments where you walk in on him, nasa living room siya, at kinakantot niya yung sofa. And you're like, no, 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 not here. It has to be in your room, you know. Like, you I think those conversations are important or else 
yun nga, medyo mahuhuli mo, quote-unquote, mahuhuli mo sila na in places na medyo matatraumatize ka lang. And I don't want you to get angry at them for it. You know? No, 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 I won't. Yeah. No, and that's good. That's Listening good. from you from a long time. <laughs> good, good, it's, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I guess that's it. Um, so basically, just uh, tell me if it's normal. If yeah, I mean, I, I would try to go a scientific uh, angle to it and say, hey, this is their body just changing. This is blood. Uh, being pushed into that area like that area has always been that size it's just going to get bigger and you know blood is as you get older kind of blood finds a way to get in there especially kind of when you're excited when you're asleep you know just kind of have a bit more of a physiological angle to it than you know don't don't do that and yeah. if he ends up touching it because it feels good just understand like fuck I mean Evie when's the last time you masturbated yesterday <laughs> No. <laughs> Two days ago? Three days ago? Like Maybe a, last week. Last week. I mean, not ex- not exactly. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, I mean, no matter no matter how much we think, it's like, oi, you know, mental taboo, taboo. We're still doing it, man. You're 45 and you're masturbating last week. I'm 42. I'm going to try to find a way to jack off today somehow. Um, we do it. Okay, <laughs> we do it. We start when we're that age. We're going to continue till we're fucking 75. Who knows, right? Um it's normal. We do it. They're gonna do it. Your 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 boy's growing up, okay. All right. Okay. I guess All right. the next time he experiences it, I'll take the science angle. Or maybe let him listen to some parts of the. <laughs> Not this call. I t- too okay. many. I have too many f words okay. uh, in the in this call. Um, you know, this is a really. No, good... I'll just listen to it again and pick up what I think. You know, yeah, is suitable yeah. for him to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I mean, again, I mean, it doesn't mean that what I'm saying is right, but if you listen to me and you like kind of how my brain works, then yeah, just re listen to it again. It'll be available. Yeah. I mean, this episode's available about an hour from now, okay? All right. All right. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. Thank Thanks, you for, Evie. and uh, congrats again for your engagement. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And yeah, Evie, I, I want to just say you thank know. you. I love you both. <laughs> I know I know you do. I, I, I recognize you, obviously, from, you know, you messaged my, me, you messaged my wife. You even sent her gifts. Like, you're such a good, good, I, we don't no, talk. No, no. We don't <laughs> talk, right? But That's only one. Yeah, but still, yeah, the no, fact no, that no, you no. sent her something, it's really kind of you. And I just want to say that we don't really talk, you and I. I just see you on her Instagram uh, because we have each other's passwords and stuff. But I, I really do want to tell you that I can't, I can't s- thank you enough for just, you seem to be one of the really true, nice supporters of our family. And I really, really am so oh, yeah, humbled yeah. by that. So thank you, Evie. I appreciate you so much. I love your, I lo- I love your show and, 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 and Angelica. I, I love you both. I mean, I don't know, like, it's like you're a part of my life. I I, I, I I am touched by that super I really am super touched by that so please let's talk more often I, I think I think this is beyond a listener and host relationship it, it is a friendship I think and and we, you know with you my wife and all that stuff so yeah let's let's keep in touch a little bit more okay all right okay thank you Mo Thanks, and Evie. regards to Angelica and, and to shall. the kids I shall I shall thanks okay, bye bye <laughs> thanks uh, regards to your son <laughs> with, with the boner um. Yeah, no, and Evie sent, like, chopper, like, Lululemon, like, workout stuff, which is really expensive. Like, a hundred bucks or some shit. Like, it's not cheap, and she sends it to her. She's from, is it New Jersey, right? And, and, and when we're in New York, she does offer to, like, hey, you know, if you need to drive, somebody to drive you around, I'll drive you around. She's so kind. 
But again, we, we don't ever really talk. It's, it's Hangang IG love, so we should talk a little bit more with her. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have our last call of the night. You're listening to Good Times and Love Podcast, Season 7, Episode 69. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high-definition TV technology, and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity, and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high-definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and, of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we are wrapping it up here today on the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 69, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. We'll go to the U.S. here. Before that, I will remind you to donate to the show by going to anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. Hit the support button and you can donate as little as 99 cents per month. And you can also follow our GTWM Reddit page, which is reddit.com slash r slash GTWM podcast. I'm seeing a lot more interaction on the Reddit page these days. And I want to thank you guys. We've hit... 2145, 2145 uh, people who have subscribed to that. And it's not a money-making thing. It's not anything like, hey, everybody subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's none of that shit. It's just it's just good to, to interact with as many as possible, like listeners as possible of the podcast. So head over there. It, you know, it's, it's pretty good. We get to break down all the episodes and stuff. But before that, of course, go to anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. Hit support and please donate to the show. Okay, we will go to we'll go back to America for our final call of the day. Next call. We'll go to Sandy, who's 28 in Seattle as our final call of the day. Hi Sandy, thanks for being on the show. First time? Yes, on the program? Hi Mel, uh, first time long time. Cool, good. Yeah, Seattle's been busy on the show recently. Uh and I'm always fascinated by this because certain cities in the world just really have whatever for whatever fucking reason just a shit ton of calls at any given time of the year and then they disappear like they disappear on the face of the planet and Toronto's the one I use uh, the most as an example because there was a time really where every second third call I was taking is from Toronto and right now there's a lot of Seattle and there's a lot of Texas like the state of Texas Mm -hmm. and Australia I mean those are the three big ones I mean we have an Australia call uh, today, your first call was Australia, and I believe we have Australia call tomorrow. We got Australia call the next day as well, 
And there's quite a bit of Texas sprinkled in in there in the next couple of days, uh, if I'm looking at my calendar correct. So, yeah, Seattle's is it's, it's getting up there. So, so thanks for, if it's one person spreading the word, thank you that one person, and maybe that's you, <laughs> Sandy. I don't know, but yeah, you're here on the show for the first time. What's up? Yeah, um, I actually just wanted to get your thoughts on like what the differences are between like working in the U.S. and in the Philippines. So I've I've always been curious about this because like I grew up in the Philippines and then I moved to North America when I was a teenager. So I never really got a chance to work in the Philippines. But like me, what did you leave? Can- um, I left back in two thousand eight. Yeah, so it was a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for, you're 28 now, 2008, 12 years ago. So you, okay, so you're a teenager when you left. So you did. I mean, mm-hmm. you. Pro, I mean, I guess you could have worked in the U.S. as soon as you got there if you worked at McDonald's or the mall or some shit because you were probably 16 years old. But um, yeah, you you have a job there now. What do you do in the U.S.? Uh, I'm an accountant. Okay, and then do you ever go home or, or to the Philippines at all, or do you just kind of your life is the U.S. Um. Uh, that's a good question. I actually moved to Canada, and then now I'm working in the U.S. So um, I've only went back to the Philippines probably once. Yeah, no, I know you're Canadian because you said I moved to North America. Americans never say that. They say I moved to the <laughs> States. And when you say you moved to North America, that means you moved to Canada. Uh, exactly. So, and th- th- there's no other reason, right? You're just kind of curious. There's no, like, I want to move to the Philippines one day and work there in the motherland or any of that shit. No, like uh, nothing like that. I've I've thought about it before when I was starting my career, but right now I just don't think it would be a good idea for me to financially. To move back yeah, financially, and, it's a yeah. Bad, financially, it's a bad idea. It, exactly. Yeah, I think when I was starting out, maybe, but like right now, I'm. It's really just curiosity for me. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just trying to stall and and trying to think of an answer here. What are the differences between? Working in the U.S., working in the Philippines. And I think this is a really good conversation to even have, say, on the Reddit page between what is the difference between working in the Philippines and then wherever you guys are, right? Because this this mm-hmm. this podcast obviously has listenership everywhere. So if you're in Dubai or if you're in Abu Dhabi, if you're in London, if you're like, what is it? What's the difference for those people? Um, and I've been able to have two careers, one in the Philippines, one in the U.S. So let me try to come up with a list here of things that are different, Okay, we're, we're going to go with difference. Um, and you might be able to relate to some of the American ones. But I might want to say also, my experience, say, here, might not be also the experience of someone else in a different state because America is so big. And culturally, right. it's different, right, in different countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, di- different states. So let me start with the number, the, the, the couple things that piss me off about working in the U.S. The employees, they want extra pay for everything. Like, <laughs> Americans want extra money for anything. Like if if I if, if our boss goes, "Hey, can you guys do this?" and then he leaves, all of my coworkers are, "Well, fuck. Are we going to get paid extra for that?" It's <laughs> like it's that. And I'm like, "This is our job. You know, we're here." I I get this impression that Americans at least the Americans that I'm most exposed to feel like they're doing the company a favor for working for them when it really is the other way around. Working for a company is an optional thing. You, nobody knocks on your door and pulls you out of bed and says, you now work for us. It, you applied here. And if you've applied here, it is optional for you to be here and it's optional for us to keep you. Yet, I get this 
this pushback a lot in, in the American workforce that, well, fuck, if you're going to make me do this, I want more money. There's a lot of that. And we see that in sports, too. Like, people mm-hmm. always bickering about pay. Um, and then related to that, Sandy, I hear this a lot. Uh, hey, can you do this? Well, that's above my pay grade. That's such an American line. Well, that's above my pay grade. That decision is above my pay grade. I don't get paid to make that decision. I mean, technically fine. If you have a piece of paper that says what your job description is and you're asked to do something that's not part of your job description, you're still part of the greater entity, like the bigger picture, which is we're all in this together as a company and we're trying our best to make it work. And I hear that that's, that's, that's above my pay grade. Now, I get the abuses. Like, if you're made to do a task that's really not in your expertise or your job description, and you have to do it every single day, I get it. Okay, fine. Hey, you should be compensated. But you know one-off things? Hey, can you do this real quick? Oh, that's on my pay grade. It, oh, my God. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Um, and that's a really good point, though, because like uh, I, I've heard that reasoning before, and I've kind of used it myself as well. Because um, when I was talking to my managers before, it's really like a way for you to renegotiate your salary, like based on your job description and whatnot. So it's not something that like I would decline doing. You know, uh, I would still do it, but when it comes to like talking about my uh, my performance evaluation or my pay increase then i will bring it up that hey absolutely. i'm doing absolutely yeah i'm doing this and i i need to be compensated for it but i wouldn't decline because as you said like it's really like looking at the bigger picture like and where you want to go in the company right absolutely 100 percent agree with you that in a an evaluation setting in a hey how do you you know we're going to critique your work I would bring it up and say I did above and beyond what I've been asked to do for this company and um, I think maybe I deserve a promotion or a raise. I totally get that conversation and that conversation should be had but it should be had when it's time for your evaluation. What I hear a lot is in that moment you just get people like well I need I'm not going to pay extra for this. It's like in the (laughs) moment it's like I don't fucking understand it and it drives me crazy. Um, I like to do more work than I'm asked And if somebody sucks, like if somebody on the team sucks, I'll do their work too because it is a reflection of us as a group. And when I say that to my coworkers, they tend to have this weird reaction to that. Like I have people on my level, right? Because we have different levels, different titles, right? And there's Mm -hmm. somebody on my level who doesn't do the job very well. And then my boss goes, hey, Mo, can you do that for, for him? Because he clearly is not doing a good job. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Head it over my way. Shit. You know? And then my other coworkers are like, why did you accept that? And I'm like, why not? Well, cause he's supposed to do it. And I'm like, but I, I want to do it. And I'm not asking <laughs> for anything extra because one day, like in this moment, the moment of me taking on that task, I'm showing my bosses that bring it motherfuckers, bring it. I'll take care of everything. Bring mm-hmm. it on, man. And I want you to know that I can do it. And, and, then, and then I want you to remember that I'm doing this for you when it comes time for evaluation. And, and, and sometimes, and this is all just really my own personal uh, experience, right? But sometimes we're understaffed right now because of COVID, right? People need to stay home mm-hmm. and all of that. And a lot of the coworkers badmouth the company for not having enough staff and that it's, not, it's dangerous 
to not have that stuff because we work in emergencies and stuff like that. And I said, let's just do it. Let's see how well we can perform in the most difficult of situations. And let's prove it to everyone that, yes, it's not ideal to work like this, but watch how good we are. We'll be able to do it. They don't Mm -hmm. seem to understand that. Um, I I wonder if that's like a difference in like work ethic and in terms of like the culture as well, because similar to what you're saying, I kind of approach things the same way, but um, I guess like some of the people who grew up here, they, they do think about it differently. So I, I don't know if that's like a cultural thing. I don't know. Like, you could be right. You could be right. It could be cultural. It could be cultural American versus cultural Asian, or it could just be a work ethic as in the individual that there are people in Asia who would go, well, fuck that. I don't think so. Right. Though. I'm going to say it's a little bit more cultural than it is more individual. Um, but let me throw out a couple more here. Cause I know we only have a little bit of time. Um, Everyone is sensitive in America, and there is a political angle, I think, to that, as well as a, uh, what's this, what's the phrase, Um, political correctness. Mm -hmm. And it's more in America than any other country I've ever been to. And that is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it is what it is, in my opinion. Um, The pronouns, you have to get right. And if you don't get that right, you're going to offend somebody. If you talk about any social issues at work, you're going to offend somebody and someone's going to go to HR. There's that also, going to HR. Like People in America (laughs) go to HR for anything, anything. HR, fucking HR, right? Oh, you fucked up my pronoun. I'm a they, not a she. Fuck it, HR. And you document everything. Yeah, document everything. Everything, fucking write down. Yeah, write down every Every mistake, write it down. And I'm encouraged to do that. I'm encouraged to write down every mistake people say, on my team, makes. And I don't mm-hmm. like that. Um, <laughs> everybody's sensitive. You can't talk about fucking anything. A conversation has to be about work. And if it's about work, it can't be about people. It has to be about tasks. Or It's really, really weird. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Because like, even with my work in Canada, and then when I moved here, everyone was just so serious. Like, but when I was working in Canada, everyone was like joking around. We're all right, pretty friendly right. with each other. And I moved here. All the meetings are pretty, pretty straightforward. We're straight to the point. No one's joking around. Like you can't make comments that, you know, are going to offend people, things like that. And I don't know if that's also like a work culture thing uh, in terms of like the company that you're working with. But it's, no. it's just different. No, it's an American thing because we still do it, but we're, we're told we can't. And it's it, it's weird because you when you say joking around i get how people can get offended by joking around so i get it i don't joke around the way other people do i'm not a prankster and that's because mm-hmm. i understand that people have different sensibilities but what i'm talking about with sensitivity is you can't even say hmm uh, i don't like dogs dogs are scary <laughs> okay a coworker will go to HR and say they were offended because they're a dog lover. It's oh my that. God. That's what I'm talking about. Hindi yung tipong, pucha, tumataba kayata. You know, I get, I get that. That's, that's old school. Don't even say phrases like that. That's unacceptable. But yung, yung tipong, oh, I really like dogs. Dogs are my favorite. They're man's best friend. And someone's going to go, well, I get offended that because I'm a cat lover. That's, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> Sandy, that is fucking real. Someone oh will God. go to HR and say that. that That's that, insane. It's insane. It's fucking insane. 
Uh, one last thing about America that I will probably don't like, and trust me, I'll have a balance. I'll tell you about the Philippines that I don't like working there. Um, layoffs. You get fired in America for anything. You get fired fucking easy. But it's not fired mm-hmm. wherein, you know, there's a legal system and all of that stuff here. That, But they don't, if they're struggling, the company financially, they'll lay your ass off. They'll lay you off. Easy. Right. Easy. No problem. Especially right now. Oh, right now. Easy. Out. Layoff. Boom. Done. You're like, huh? You just get hit by it. So mm-hmm. Philippines, I don't want to say it's more stable because we do have a 70% unemployment rate right now thanks to COVID. But I think you get a little bit more of a leash and they give you a little bit more of a chance and they understand the the economical like disaster that it would be for your family once they lay you off. It's not as fast. They will fire right. you, but... It's not as quick, and here in the in the U.S., they'll fucking they'll cut your ass off right away. So those are my rants about working in American culture. I'm sure there are more, but those are the ones that kind of come to my mind. There are obviously really good aspects to it. Diversity is always really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just learning about people and stuff like that is and experiencing that is good. Organization is 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 strong. Um, but but yeah, no, those parts there have always bothered me, the ones that I've talked about. Philippines, the things that I dislike about working in the Philippines, number one, nepotism is strong. Nepotism is so strong. And if you right. know somebody or you're related to somebody or you're married to somebody, that person's going to leapfrog you in the lineup easy, no problem. Uh, we see that in politics. We see that in companies. And... They'll hire dumbasses, full-on, straight, stupid shit people based on who they are in the family and all of that. Um, I like nepotism sometimes. Like, I, if I had a company, I would pass it down to my children before I would pass it down to, say, the next available or more qualified person. But that's because maybe I'm Asian. Um, but, but it's strong, strong, strong in the <laughs> Philippines. As well as favoritism. Favoritism is very strong as well. Uh, so U.S., you don't see that very often. Like, there's favoritism, but there's no leapfrogging somebody because they're the favorite. You could totally be yeah. the favorite and never get anywhere. You're just, oh, well, you know, you just... Because you're going to get reported to HR. Exactly, because you're going to get reported to fucking HR. So there's that. The favoritism to Filipinas, super strong. And that could be for stupid reasons, like your looks. Um, mm-hmm. we've had guys call the show many times, HR guys that say they just hire beautiful people. Like that's what they want. They want to hire beautiful people because they, when they want when they go to work, they just want to look at nicer looking humans, right. regardless of whether these people are talented or not. I mean, Oh my God. Yeah. It's just, they, they like it. And of course, when you have a culture like that, you'll end up having a male dominant, uh, sorry, culture, right? Um, mm-hmm. while the Philippines has had female presidents and I would say, among other countries in our area, we treat females a little bit better in terms of equality. Um, it is still a very male, machismo-dominant workforce or workplace, work environment. And that's – it. you can feel it. It kind of sucks, uh, mm-hmm. especially in, like, government that I got where it's just kind of disgusting. Um, Philippines as well. The the bosses, I, for some reason, the bosses seem like they have to be masungit. Um, right, I always hear that. Yeah, but I I kind of don't understand like how that's gonna work in the workplace because like if they're very masungit, like 
things are not going to get done like or you're doing it but you're kind of dragging your feet i think you you fear them into submission like you scare them into submission your your coworkers, and mm-hmm. that isn't a good thing as well i'm against that now that's not magic 89 point i've worked for magic 89 point at the radio station for for all my life and my boss is just the nicest human being you can find but i think in general sa pilipinas if you're a leader or a boss you're more often than not, I think, encouraged to be a little bit masungit, which Diko gets and Diko gusto. Um, right, because, like, I don't know how people can, like, raise concerns if you're acting like that. And I feel like the only time that they're going to do their best work is if they're allowed to raise concerns like that and get those concerns addressed. In an American setting, yes, but in a Philippine setting, masungit leadership works. It works. I mean, you just scare them into doing the shit, and they do it. And that's why we get a lot of calls on the show. We're like, fucking, my boss is giving me anxiety attacks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're fucking asshole? Yeah, it's just – I think we're changing that, though, because as the new generation, as they enter the workforce, the, the woke crowd, um, mm-hmm. they're more open to calling that out. Like, you don't need to belittle me. You don't need to verbally abuse me. I can work at a better – efficient manner if you in, if i in fact happier at my job um see that's the thing like job happiness isn't important to philippines job period right. is important you have a job great are you happy with it no fuck you Suck, sucks to be you and then they just you just do it job happiness mm-hmm. not as important but that's changing sandy i think again with the new generation and, and the younger group of people coming in they start adopting the sense of sens- sensibilities of other countries the western countries and we're starting to see more like working environment that's a lot more fun you know you'll see the break room have fun shit like a bean bag or all of that you know there's, there's fun shit now at the office wherein i think historically when you think about asia and that's Singapore, Japan, Philippines, about just that whole Asian area. Like, there's no fun at work. You're not supposed to have fun at work. You go to work and it's supposed to be quasi-military. Right. But, you know, and then Google and Philipp- you know, in the U.S., you're like, oh, look, they have video games and they have a nap. You can take a nap. There's no nap. nap. Oh, science. like I heard some places in Asia they have like showers because like people are just expected to live you there, know, like stay late at yeah, work. Yeah, absolutely. Like in the Philippines, man, you like fucking nap. And they, oh, but science says if you take a nap for twenty minutes, you're going to be forty percent more productive. Fuck that! You know, gotta take no goddamn nap. <laughs> but it's changing. It's changing. And and I'm talking about me in my twenties versus now in the forties. I think when you go to the Philippines, you'll see that they're adopting more of that. Uh, modern mindset regarding with what's the word Americans use? You know, like you know, you have to spark joy in their lives and all this fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, long hours, so Philippines. And, and in fact, here's a, a U.S. When I was working, but you have to clock in and clock out. You're paid by the minute, you know, by the hour. And if you clock out five minutes late, papagalita. Like if you stay, if you stayed overtime, so you, so U.S. doing more work. And then you clock out and they show that you've been at work longer, you get in trouble. <laughs> you get in trouble for, <laughs> for working longer than you're supposed to. And, and that's always kind of weird to me. So, 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 Pilipinas, or even Asia, I just say Asia in general, because I think we share a very similar work ethic. You're expected to work past your time and you're expected to finish your shit and not get paid for it. 
most of the time mm-hmm. not get paid for it. Like that's I normal. Like, I feel like that's kind of depending on the industry that you're in in the U.S. Because like the industry that I'm in, I'm in accounting. Um, like sometimes we don't get paid overtime or salary. So regardless of how many hours we right, work, right. and more often than not, it's like longer. We still don't get paid. And yeah, but that's because your salary, and that's different. I mean, and right. maybe I should have said that. Like, there's a difference between salary and hourly. But if you're hourly and you go five minutes, dude, people are running to the clock, fucking sprinting. Because if you go over, you're in trouble. Like, how yeah. weird is that? So yep. it's extra cost for the company. It so is. That's why. It is. But I don't expect to be paid. Like, if I'm five minutes, ten minutes, fifty, even forty-five minutes. If I'm forty-five minutes overtime because I'm doing something, and my boss is like, "Oh, you got to go because we can't pay you this," I'm like, "I don't." I get it that there's a system, but I'm not here overtime to get more money from you guys. I'm here because mm-hmm. I don't want to leave this half-assed done. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's quicker to just like continue working on it instead of like picking it up the next day and like reminding yourself, okay, where did I stop? And and my reputation is on the line. Mm-hmm. Which which again, I think Americans don't really. I don't think they value their reputation as a worker as much as we do in Asia. Now you correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but like. If I needed to call in sick, I don't want to call in sick. And my coworker's like, well, just call in sick. You have hours. I'm like, I don't want to. They're like, why? Because it's going to look on my evaluation. It's going to say I called in sick. And they're like, so what? And I'm like, well, that's my reputation on the line. Like the evaluation means everything to me. But even though the evaluation is not going to get me any more money than the 4% increase that we're supposed to get every single year as a cost of living increase, I'm not going to get any more whether my evaluation says I'm amazing or if it says I'm average. They'll just say, who cares? I'm like, I care. Like, the right. strive yeah. for excellence is non-negotiable. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much money I make. And, and that's why people are, in the U.S., people are defined by how much they make and everything else is second to that. I'm like, no, right. no, I'm defined by my reputation. And my level of excellence, not how much I get paid. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, a, I feel that, like at the a, end of the day, like everyone here is just kind of trying to negotiate as much as they can and get the most money from right. the company. Right. It's weird. Somebody coughed on me. I need hazard pay. I'm like, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I've heard that. Like I've, I've heard. I've heard. Oh, because it's COVID, right? Somebody sneezed like from a distance. Somebody sneezed and. I'm like, oh, we need hazard pay. This is a dangerous area. I'm like, oh my god, amazing! I'm amazed. That's I'm amazed. That, I'm amazed. That's insane. Yeah, I'm amazed. And I sit there, and and sometimes I have, I had a, I had a talk once with somebody, and I was like, hey, you know, we should be more grateful that we're here, and that you know, let's let's just try to be, let's have our morale up, and and get our, our team chemistry. You know, it's team chemistry very important to me personally. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they get upset that you, I came at them criticizing their work. I'm like, no, I was, I was just telling you, hey, let's be more positive. But, right. you know, it's, it's weird, man. America, you can't really just voice out your feelings and people are going to get pissed. And if you want to make people work harder, they're going to feel abused. Like, oh, okay, he was, he was coming at me strong. And I'm like, no, I was just telling you, hey, guys, let's go. Let's, 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 let's beat this. Let's. Finish the challenge. You know, all that little corny bullshit. <laughs> and the came at me strong. Came at me with a tone. 
like, wow. Yeah, especially if you're like asking them to change something that they've been doing for an X amount of time. They're like, who are you to tell me that? Yeah, it's 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 weird. I, and I, listen, I, I I hate to make this call about the negative stuff between the two countries. Um, it, it's 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 easy to jump on the negative, right? It makes me feel actually more mm-hmm. more American that I'm talking about it in the negative. But the the positives obviously are there. Um, and like I said, with the U.S., the organization, the predictability of of just your day is is mm-hmm. kind of nice on the flip side right so philippines you, right. Like, like we said we never know man you might you might go home at 10 p.m you might go home at 2 a.m you might go home at 6 p.m you really don't know mm-hmm. um it, that's a bit of an exaggeration about 6 p.m 2 a.m but you get what i mean like you, you can plan on getting off at six and you could totally get off at eight easy on any given day no problem so so you right. so u.s you know them on your schedule like, I know I get off at 6. I know I'm in my car at 6.07. I know I'm home by 6.44. I know that dinner's going to be at 7.05. Like, there's a lot of structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like people are more flexible in terms of, like, you know, um, I don't have kids, but, like, some of my coworkers, if they have to go to a recital or, like, a practice or whatever, things yeah. like that, like, yeah. people are actually going to accommodate for that. Right, vacations. Um, and I think that's always a good thing. Yeah, vacations, you know, things like even sick. Because, hey, in, in the U.S., right, if you feel a little under the weather, they tell you, oh, call in sick, and you don't even have to explain. Just say you're sick. So, Philippines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck. You better be dying. You better not come in like before. Like you come in full COVID symptoms, coughing, sneezing, and stuff like that. And it's all right. You know, grab grab a seat at the end of the room. <laughs> gonna, like, so U.S. There's a lot of liability. That's another word you'll hear. Liability. Uh, OSHA. Mm-hmm. You can't call in and tell us anything about your condition. It has to be secret. You know. Right. All that stuff. Uh, you know that that's that's kind of cool. I mean, that means I can call in sick without even having to tell you why. I just call it sick. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, you just need to use your sick days. Yeah, and I can totally call uh, and call in sick and go, hey, yeah, hey, this is Mo. Yeah, um, listen, I'm calling in sick today. Completely sound healthy. I could sound like I'm at a football game in the background and no questions asked. Because legally, right. you're not allowed to ask. Mm-hmm. Better Philippines. Man, you got to call your boss. You got to be, you got to sound like you're in hospital. You need a doctor's note too. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. But yeah, you better sound fucking sick. You call it shit, sir. <laughs> like, ano? Okay ka? Hindi. Kaya mo pa? Kaya mo pumasok? Hindi, sir, talaga. Sure ka? <laughs> it's a lot of that. <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's where your LBM excuse will come in I'm handy. I'm telling you, man. That's where the LBM is gold because you can come in, you know, feeling like a million pesos the next day, but that day, purta elag. I mean, so you in the U.S. I mean, people call in sick. They come to work the next day. They look like they look amazing, and you can't ask them, "Hey, how do you feel?" or "Hey, were you okay yesterday?" You can't ask any of those things. <laughs> they come in, their hair is beautiful. They look like they just went to the spa and they called in sick the day before. Can't ask That's them probably why. it. Yeah. That's good, man. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, Philippines, man, you better have fucking leprosy or you're not coming in. You better have hepatitis B and then fine, don't come into work. So. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, this is a fun conversation to have. I wish I wrote down notes. Um, in terms of what are the true good things and bad things 
I kind of just made it a rant session, so I apologize for everybody. And some of this stuff, of course, comes off as exaggerated because I'm trying to be funny, but it's not that exaggerated. These truly are things that I have experienced working in both countries. So, yeah. How old are you again? You're 28, right? Yeah, I'm 28. Okay, cool. And and, and accounting, is this, is this it for you? Like, this is what you want to be, or are you going to kind of veer off and start your own business or do any of these th- things that you know accountants sometimes oh that's do. a good question yeah i actually don't know like right now i'm kind of going with the flow like i'm getting as much experience as i can here in the u.s um and i, I think that's one of the positives of like working in the u.s is that you work with like big companies that everyone would recognize um and you can kind of do whatever after that and you can kind of veer off yeah, you know, another thing I like about the U.S. is, and I was talking about this on a past episode, and I'm not sure if you've been listening to this season a lot or not, but um, what episode did I have that guy who called in about, you know, dating girls from certain schools? I think it was episode 67, see Rick nah, from QC. And in the U.S., it doesn't really matter what school you went to, you know, just being credited for certain things, having licenses. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that matter. I mean, obviously if you're working, if you're going to apply for one of like a CEO position and you went to Harvard and all that, that, that means something, but um, you could totally be at a very high level in your company and have gone to just the most simplest of schools. And you could be very, very successful in life and have a great job and a great position in the U S and going to a sc- and going to a school that no one has ever heard of in their life, um, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of th- that's one thing I also like about the U.S. It's about your licenses, your training, your accreditation, and not really so much about where you got it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that because like I came from Canada, and no one here like knows where my school is at. Like they don't even know where I'm from, but like you know they still hired me and they still continued to train me and stuff like that. So I think it really opens up a lot of opportunities. Right, like right, they don't just right. look at the schools; they yeah, look at really look what, at school. what right. you can put on the plate. Totally, and and how much experience you've had. Like you could have graduated from University of Saskatoon, and they're like, "Where the fuck is that?" They don't care. Just as long as it's on the paper, it says that you can do it. And then you could show that you can do it. You're in. I don't care where you went to school. I, so I love that about, say, the American environment. It's actually kind of mm-hmm. cool. And I'm sure it's yeah, the same Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same in Canada. It doesn't matter what fucking school you went to. Just as long as you can do it. Um, yeah, anything else, Sandy? It's a good chat, though. I enjoyed it. Anything else you want to ask? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Thank you for the time. Yeah, I, I hope I answered some of your <laughs> questions. But a lot of it, of course, <laughs> is personal experience. It could be completely different for somebody else. So... Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Andy. Hey, if there's any other questions you might want to throw out in the future, please understand you're more than welcome to get on the show. Uh, it's always good to talk to you guys over there in uh, Seattle. And, and for someone like you who's been really messaging me for a very long time on Instagram, saying you're supportive of the show and long-time listener, you always have an open door to get on the show, talk about anything. Okay? Awesome. Thanks awesome. so much. Fantastic. Thanks, Andy. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye. Uh, let's wrap it up here then uh, today. Thanks for hanging out with me on this Tuesday, 21st of July. Make sure to, again, head over to anchor.fm slash Podcast. Hit the donate button or the support button and donate 99 cents a month. And if I can get enough of you guys to donate to the show, then I get to quit my job and I don't have to uh, be worried about doing more tasks and not being compensated from pay grade and all that other American workforce shit. Make me quit my, help me quit my job. Every, 
See? That's going to that's gonna be my new battle cry for people. Help me quit my job. Donate 99 cents to the podcast. There's enough of you. Goodbye. Goodbye, job. Just do podcasting every day for the rest of my life. Totally happy. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.